0: Now, I have talked about this before, but I feel led to talk about it again because this past year's verse for me has been so profound and so very meaningful. Let me back up a little bit here. Every year since 1998, I have asked the Lord for a scripture of what he wants to work into my life for that year. Now, several years ago, I also asked him for a specific word. And many times the word becomes part of that year's verse. I have gotten that verse or word as early as October for the following year and as late as February for the year that I'm in. It's usually something that comes my way several times through several different ways, and so that just makes it stand out to me. Last year's verse was Ephesians 3.17. And I want to read it to you because it just really meant something to me. It just something struck my heart and my soul in what's called the Passion Translation. Now, some of you know, I like to read scripture from a lot of different translations. Some of them are paraphrases. I know the Passion Translation, there are some things out there kind of warning people about it, I can just say, me personally, I love it. It really brings a lot of life to me through the scriptures. I was raised as a preacher's kid. I was raised with the New King James, or the King James Version, and then I kind of switched over to the New King James. And and then I ended up, like, for several years, I would get a Bible and a translation, and I would read through the Bible in that translation. And a lot of times I would hit a verse, it was like, wow, it just felt new to me. And so then I go back to the King James and it's like, Oh, okay, it's that verse. That okay, I I can see that now, or or maybe I just wanted to remind myself of what it was that I was familiar with, how it said it in the King James version or New King James. But anyway, all of that to say i know some of you may have heard some of these warnings about the passion translation for me i've listened to a lot of that stuff <laughs> believe me i have and for me personally i just haven't found hardly any of it to be true so anyway i just want to share ephesians 3:17 in the passion translation let me turn to it here i also have it on a whiteboard in front of me but it says then, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you, and the resting place of His love will become the very source and root of your life. That verse has been such. An anchor to me in this past year, and it has been something I have turned to over and over and over again. That the life of Christ is being released deep inside me, and that the resting place of God's love—I mean, that is just incredible. The more you meditate on that, the resting place of God's love—I mean—is inside me, is inside you—will uh, become the very source and root of your life. I mean, who doesn't want that? The resting place of God's love inside you, the life of Christ being released deep inside you, becoming, I mean, his love becoming the very source and root of your life. And I know some of you struggle with that after the death of your child, because we we feel like there's a contradiction there that how can god possibly love us when he allowed something like this to happen and i i understand that i get all that but where i am now in this journey that verse has just been incredible for me this past year and this year in for 2024 is one of those years where a certain word just kept coming at me from different places and then one day, a scripture came my way that had that same word in it. And I just knew that was my word. I knew that was my verse. And once again, this is in the Passion Translation. Now, it's a, it's a familiar verse. This was actually my mother-in-law. She was a wonderful, I, I couldn't have asked for a better mother-in-law. She was like a mom to me, and her life verse was Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, and most of us are familiar with that. Let me read it to you in the familiar way that we're used to hearing it, I think most of us, and it says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge or submit to Him, and He will direct your paths or make your path straight. Now that's a promise that we can hang on to, right? Something that we need to not lean on our own understanding, to acknowledge him so that he can make all these, this mess of a crooked path straight in our lives again, which we don't even think is possible, right? Well, I want to read this same verse from the Passion Translation. Let me turn to it here. And it says, Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you and He will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with Him in whatever you do and He will lead you wherever you go. And the word that hit me when I read this in the Passion Translation, and the word that had already been coming to me, was the word intimacy. Being intimate with God, having an intimate relationship, intimacy with God. And so when I read this in the Passion Translation, become intimate with him in whatever you do, it was like, wow, okay, that's it. I I, I mean, it was just like a crazy kind of that is my word. And especially verse six is my verse for this year. And I am going to be asking God to build on that. I'm going to be asking God to show me what that means and to direct me in becoming more intimate with Him. And what does that look like? What does that really mean to have intimacy with Him? And then as I do that, He's going to guide and direct every decision I make. I mean, that's, that's huge to me. Now, I do talk about this a little bit on January 5th in my book, Reflections of Hope, A Daily Reading for Bereaved Parents. And on that, in that entry, I shared how my word for that past year in writing the book was joy and how I was beginning to see God, he was really bringing the fullness of his joy back into my life again. Now, I don't mean some happy ha-ha, you know, I don't care that my daughter died, but just a deep abiding joy of being alive again joy in in life happening around me joy in my relationship with god and it was just coming back to me finally and and that was my word for that year that i just kept praying into and in, in my scripture and let me just say that was like maybe 9 or 10 years into this journey so I mean, it, it took a long time for me to want joy or believe. I mean, I, I wanted joy, but I had a hard time believing I could have it again and what it would look like. I've talked about that in the past few years. And to actually have joy in my life again as an undercurrent along with the sadness that's an undercurrent. And I knew it was happening When we got to visit my sister and brother-in-law, and one of the things he said to me was that he noticed that I seemed more content and happier. And so that just, it thrilled me because it's like, it's really happening. I'm getting joy back in my life again, and somebody noticed. Now, I'll also add, when he said that I seemed more content, content or contentment is what I would consider my life word. Now that, that verse, Ephesians 3.17, I actually have written down right next to where it says that the resting place of God's love will become the very source and root of your life. I have the word contentment written right next to that. Because there was one time, I don't know, something I was listening to and they made time for it. It was like, what is your life word? What What is, you know, close yourself in with God and let him speak to you, you know, from the depth of your being, what is the most important thing for you in this life, you know, in your inner being? And the word that came to me during that time was contentment. And the more I thought about that, I thought that's true. The, the, something that I seem to value the most here in this life is to be content. I want to be content with with life. I want to be content in my marriage. I want to be content on you know a, a job that I'm doing. I want to be content with my family. I want to be content with circumstances that are happening around me, content with God within those circumstances. I don't know, there's something about contentment that is so important to me. For other people, it might be truthfulness you know, truth is like the the root, the foundation of, of what's so important to you that you value so much or, you know, whatever it might be. Now, it's interesting that this morning in my time with the Lord, I just asked God, what do I need right now, God? And immediately, because sometimes I don't know what I need, right? And immediately the word strength came to me, which was a surprise. So I asked him, why strength? And I had pop into my mind the phrase, strengthen the inner man. So I looked up where that phrase is in the Bible, and I found it in Ephesians 3.16. And I kind of had to laugh because it's like that's the verse right above last year's verse, 3.17. So I want to read this to you in just a few different versions, the one that we're most, most of us are familiar with would be like King James, New King James, and a lot of them say it this way, that he would grant you or give to you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Who of us doesn't need strength, by God's spirit in our inner man, right? In our the depths of our soul. The Amplified Version says, May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self. Ooh, that's good. Here, this is called the Easy Translation, Easy English Bible. It says, I pray that God will cause you to be strong in your spirits. God has great and valuable things in heaven to help you. I pray that God's spirit will help you with God's own power. Here's the um, complete Jewish Bible, which I love reading. I pray that from the treasures of his glory, he will empower you with inner strength by his spirit. Okay, another translation, NIRV. I pray that he will use his glorious riches to make you strong. May his Holy Spirit give you his power deep down inside you. The voice translation, Father, out of your honorable and glorious riches, strengthen your people. Fill their souls with the power of your Spirit and I'm going to read it from the passion translation and then from the message and then we'll go on but I hope you're receiving this and taking this in for yourself. I'll tell you I sure am because I didn't even realize until I started reading all these translations that I really need that right now. I need God's inner strength right now for things that are going on in my life. So Ephesians 3:16 in the passion translation says, "And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. And then lastly, the message translation, I ask him to strengthen you by his spirit, not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength. Now, when I think about it, intimacy is also tied into this because it keeps talking about this inner strength by the Holy Spirit who is in me, who is in you. And in order to really tap into that inner strength that God is giving us, there has to be an intimacy there, don't you think? So what I want to do right now is no matter where you are, you might be driving, you might be getting ready for your day in the bathroom. That's when I listen to a lot of podcasts telling on myself here. But wherever you are, we're just going to take a minute and I'm going to ask Dave to put in just some quiet, flowing music. And I want you to ask God, what is my word? What do I need right now? Because he knows even more than you do what you need. Like I said, I I was surprised when I asked God this morning and I got this word strength. And when I asked him about it, I mean, this this is what came of it. And I didn't realize how much I just need his strength right now, inner, you know, deep inside me. So, I mean, you may get the word comfort or direction or redeem. I've gotten that before. Hope or purpose you might even get a weird word like shout you know and it's like okay lord what what is it about shout shout to the lord with a voice of triumph you know i i mean i don't know you may get the word friendship or sleep or health or refresh i mean it's endless obviously it's endless and especially if the word doesn't make sense to you what comes into your mind you know ask god why why that word and and see what comes and just really dig into it So, it it may be a word, maybe a word that I just said, and and you think, oh, I'm just thinking that because Laura said that. Well, I don't know. Maybe God directed me to say these words specifically because that's the only way you would have heard that word is if it was already put in your mind. Chances are you're going to get a totally different word. But anyway, let's just take a minute and ask God to give you that word, or maybe a scripture, God, what do I need from you right now? Or what do you want to help me with this year? Whether it's a now word for the season that you're in immediately, or whether it's for the year, just take a minute and listen to what God wants to share with you. Okay, I hope and pray that you heard something that stirred in you or maybe like me, it made you question what you heard and what was it about. Why did I think or hear that in my heart? If you didn't get something, don't worry about it. I really feel like God is doing something in you maybe without you even knowing what that word is, and it'll come to you later. Maybe it'll be a month from now, and all of a sudden there'll be a word or a scripture that it's like, that's it. (laughs) That's what God's been doing. That's what I see him working in me. So, you know, don't put anything on yourself if you didn't get something. I don't want you to walk away feeling like you missed something. You didn't. You just spent some time with God, and that right there is very precious and something happened. Whether you got something directly from him or not, I know that you got something from him in that little bit of time that we paused. Let me just pray for you. Father, we just come to you hurting and broken, confused. Some of us are angry and Lord, we need you. Somehow we know that we need you And Lord, we need a word from you. We need something that we can hold on to, something to be an anchor for our souls right now. And so, Father, I pray for those who received something, that they would dig into it, they would pray into it, they would write it out and put it somewhere in front of them, Lord, that you would continue to do that work and build on it. And Lord, for those who maybe didn't hear anything directly, Lord, I thank you that you were at work in them in that short amount of time, Lord, that you were doing something. And I just thank you because they just made themselves available. And that's all you ask of us, Lord, is to make ourselves available for you to just come in and comfort us and love on us and, and just strengthen us. And so, Lord, I just lift up everyone up to you, all the listeners. And Lord, we just, we commit our lives to you. We don't know what else to do, God, but to give ourselves to you and to ask you to just be with us and get us through this. Lord, thank you that our children are safe with you. We'd rather have them here with us, but thank you that you have our children and that we will see them again. This is not a permanent separation. Lord, help us in our time here on earth to just live a life that gives you glory, Lord, some way, somehow, and Lord, that honors our children. I just speak blessings on each parent that is listening. Lord, just be with them in their deepest needs. And I pray these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. For those of you who have the Reflections of Hope book, I want you to know that the January 25th entry that was this past week, I prayed that prayer out loud over you that day. For those who don't have the book, the entry was about those in spiritual leadership who don't understand the depth of our lost and maybe they're making you feel guilty for still struggling with your grief and with your loss. I mean, that happened to me And it really did some damage in my life. And I had a spiritual leader find out about that. And he prayed over me and just kind of broke some of that heaviness and guilt from me. And I wanted to do it for others. And so I used one of the entries to do that. If you want to know more about the Reflections of Hope Daily Readings for Bereaved Parents, you can just go to gpshope.org slash Books. All my books are there. Just find Reflections of Hope and click on it, and it will take you to where you can find out more about that book. And this is not a book you have to feel guilty about not reading every day. I know a lot of devotion books, we feel that way, and then we get three days or a week or a couple weeks behind, and we just don't pick it up anymore because we just feel like we're behind. That's not what this book is for. If you can read it every day, great, but we don't usually do that when you need that extra boost of hope or encouragement, just pick it up and read that day's entry. Now, another way this book can be used is if there's a Bible verse that you're questioning now, you know, it's like this verse doesn't make sense to me anymore. I don't know why it's in the Bible. You know, those kinds of things after our child is gone. There's an index in the back of the book. It has six pages of double columns of all the verses that are referred to in the book. So you can turn to the places and reflections of hope. You go to the index to find the scripture verse that you're questioning or want to, you know, maybe dig into a little bit or whatever. So you go to the index, find that verse, and then you can turn to the pages of where I share about that specific verse within our journey of child loss. Now, if you have the book, I am going to ask you again if you would please write a review and let others know how Reflections of Hope has helped you so that those who are considering it will be able to hear from others if it's worth getting or not. I'm going to put what's called a clean link in the show notes. You can click on that. It will take you directly to where you can quickly write a review on Amazon, click the stars, hopefully five-star review. And the clean link means that it can't be traced as to whether or not you purchase the book on Amazon, because a lot of times if you don't purchase a book on Amazon, you get it like directly from me or whatever, they won't let your review be put on because you didn't purchase the book, so they don't know that you read it. But this is a clean link, so they can't tell whether or not you ordered from them or not. And they'll still allow your review to be posted as an unverified purchaser if you are an Amazon customer and you order other things from them. So anyway, please write a review if you have reflections of hope. Enough about that. Let's go ahead to our birthday segment. Robert Scott Lell was born on January 28th and is forever 26. Celeste France was born on January 29th and is forever 17. Bryce Thurman was born on January 30th and is forever 22. We celebrate the day these children came into the world. It will always be a special day for these families If you would like to have your son or daughter's birthday announced to the other listeners the week of his or her birthday, I would be honored to be able to do that for you. Just go to gpshope.org slash birthdays, fill out the form, submit the information, and I will announce your child's birthday the week of his or her birthday. Dave will also send you an email to remind you to listen to the podcast episode that week so that you can hear it. I'll also put a a link to that in the show notes. I am going to give you four more words that I have on my whiteboard now. They've been there for uh, two years now that this whiteboard sat in front of me in the Hope Mobile on um, my dashboard desk not while we're traveling but when we were stationary I would get this whiteboard out and hang it and these words were in front of me and it is now on the wall in front of me at my office desk in our townhouse and these four words what I have written it says live each day with purpose passion presence and peace words have power And I hope and pray that today's episode helps you find God's special and powerful word for you for 2024. Or maybe it's just for a short season or a week or two, like my word strength, but my word for the year is intimacy. If God gives something to you, I would love for you to go to gpshope.org and share it in the comments under this podcast. There will be a link to that in the show notes because I know most of you listen to this on an app, not directly on the website, but that's where the comments can go is on the website. So I'll put a link to that so you can get to that. Share with me your word. And whether or not you get a word or verse for this year, as always, I want to remind you to have H-O-P-E, to hold on pain eases because there is hope.